It's time for Mets Baseball. Meet the Mets. Meet the Mets. Step right up and greet the Mets. Bring your kids. Bring your wife. Kainer and Lindsay Dalton. A magnificent day in New York. The skies are clear, the temperature in the low 70s, the breeze blowing in from home plate towards center field. This is it. Today's game is for the National League Championship. With the starting lineups and the batting orders for today's game that decides the National League Championship, here's Ralph Kainer. All right, Bob Murphy, and for the Mets, Wayne Garrett will lead off and play third base. Batting second, the second baseman, Felix Meon. Batting third, playing right field, Cleon Jones. Batting fourth and playing first base, John Milner. Batting fifth, the left fielder, Ed Cranebull. Batting sixth and catching, Jerry Grody. Batting seventh, playing center field, Don Hahn. Batting eighth, the shortstop, Bud Harrelson. And Tom Seaver, the pitcher, batting ninth. For the Cincinnati Reds, Pete Rose will lead off. He'll be in left field. Batting second and playing second base, Joe Morgan. Batting third, the third baseman, Dan Dreesen. Batting fourth, playing first base, Tony Perez. Batting fifth, the catcher, John Bench. Batting sixth, playing right field, Ken Griffey. Batting seventh, the center fielder, Cesar Geronimo. Batting eighth and playing shortstop, Daryl Chaney. And the pitcher, Jack Billingham, batting in the ninth position. The umpires at home plate. The home plate umpire calling the balls and strikes will be Bruce Froman. Batting umpire in at first base, Jerry Dale. The umpire at second, Ed Sudol. The umpire at third, Ed Fargo. The left field umpire, Chris Palacutis. And the right field umpire, Bob Engel. Now Grody throw on down to second base and we're all set to go. This game is the championship series and here for the play-by-play, Bob Murphy. All right, Ralph, thank you very much. Hi, everybody. Pete Rose will lead off against Tom Seaver for the National League Championship. Today's fifth and deciding ball game. Pete Rose, the leading hitter of the series. Six hits in 17 times at bat and two home runs, including the game-winning home run yesterday. Fever into his windup. The pitch. Strikes ball at the level. It was Fever and Billingham last Saturday at Cincinnati in the first game of the series. Pete Rose hitting left-handed, batting out of a crouch. Here's the pitch. Fouled down the left field line. No play. Rusty Saad forced to miss the one game more than any other he would like to have played in his lifetime. Rusty crashed into the fence yesterday and making a spectacular catch of a ball hit by Dan Dreesen. Two-strike count on Pete Rose. Fever into the windup. Now the pitch. Curve outside. One ball, two strikes. In the infield for New York, John Milner is at first. Felix Beyond checking out the sunglasses at second. Buddy Harrelson at short. Wayne Garrett at third. 
Ground ball hit hard right at Felix Mion. He's up with it. Throws to Miller at one down. For New York today, Ed Crane Bull is in left field. The first time Eddie has played left field since July the 13th. John Hahn in center. Leon Jones moves over to play right field. The catcher is Jerry Grody. The hitter is Joe Morgan, one for 16 in the series. The pitch by Tom Seaver. Curve at the knees, strike one. Seaver pitching on three days rest. Pitched a complete game, losing 2-1 to one Saturday afternoon when bench homered in the last of the ninth inning. The winner of today's game will be playing the winner of the Baltimore-Oakland Series in the World Series. Oakland leading two games to one. They will play again this afternoon. In comes the pitch to Morgan in the dirt. One ball and one strike. three hitter is the third baseman, Dan Dreesen, a left-hand hitter. The Reds are a much stronger attacking club against right-hand pitching. Just missed. Two balls and a strike to Joe Morgan. During the season, Morgan finished second to Lou Brock of the Cardinals in stolen bases. Brock swiped 70 and Morgan 67. He set a Cincinnati club record for home runs for a second baseman. He clouded 26. Al Seaver getting his sign from Grody. The 2-1 pitch to Morgan. Swing and a miss. Two balls, two strikes. Baseball Commissioner Bowie Kuhn watching the ball game, along with Mayor John Lindsay. They are the guests of Don Grant, chairman of the board of the New York Mets. Not a capacity crowd, a very big crowd. The 2-2. Low, ball three. A fastball missing. And the count three and two on Joe Morgan. We are just underway at Jay Stadium. One out and nobody on. That's playing the outfield around to right. Pitching three and two. Foul ball, no play. Into the dirt near home plate, picked up by Jerry Grody. The Met pitching staff has held Cincinnati to a 179 team batting average in the championship series. The Reds have delivered the long ball at the timely moment. They did so yesterday in evening the series. 3-2 delivery. Ball four inside. Morgan is on. Now here is the man who stole 67 bases in the regular season. It is the first time in the series that he has reached on a walk. He will bring up Dan Dreesen. Rookie third baseman Dan Dreesen hit over 300. In the series, one hit at eight times at bat. He has been platooned with Dennis Menke. Dreesen was hitting for over 400 when he was called up from Indianapolis of the American Association in June. Tom Seaver now will work from the stretch. And he lobs the ball to first. You must keep a very wary eye out for Joe Morgan. Tony Paris, batting cleanup, is kneeling in the on-deck circle. The infield looking for the double play. The runner goes, and his foul coming back. Morgan stumbled, but it was on his way. The pitch, a fastball, fouled off by Dreesen. The Reds playing, hit and run. 
won the first game last Saturday 2-1. to one. Rose tied that game in the eighth inning with a home run. Bench won it in the ninth. The Mets won the next game, 5 to nothing on Matlack's two-hitter. They won game three. They lost game four. High and away. One ball, one strike to Dan Dreesen. The Mets won game three, 9-2 to two behind Jerry Kuzman. They lost in 12 innings yesterday when Rose won the game with a home run. goes Morgan. The pitch. Bounced foul. No play. As again they play hit and run. Grody hit hard on the mask by the foul ball. Time taken for Jerry Grody. He took the brunt of that foul dip coming off the bat of Dan Dreesen with Morgan running on a hit and run play. And the count is one ball and two strikes. Bruce Roaming, the plate umpire, calls for trainer Tom McKenna to come out. Now Grody appears to be looking at his throwing hand. Or perhaps looking at the mask. It did appear the ball struck him flush on the mask. The Reds play a very aggressive, hustling brand of baseball. They have speed. They like to use it. Alex Grammas coaches third, and George Sugar is the coach at first base. Seaver and Grody talking it over. Now Jerry says, I'm ready. One ball and two strikes on Dan Dreesen. Batted 3-0-1 during the regular season. He's a left-hand hitter. Hahn plays him a couple of steps to left center. Now the stretch by Seaver. Here's the pitch. Morgan runs. Line drive. Base hit to left field by Dan Dreesen. Greenpool grabs at the throw to third. It'll be close. Base. Garrett wants to argue it. He's having trouble getting out from under. Joe Morgan has slid into the bag. And the Reds have runners on first and third. They played hit and run, and Dreesen drilled a single to left field. So the walk to Joe Morgan on three and two now has Fever in a deep jam. The Reds post runners at first and third with one out. The hitter is Tony Perez, the cleanup batter had been held hitless his first 16 times at bat. But in the seventh inning yesterday, he homered off George Stone to tie the game one-to-one. Now the Mets will play the infield at second and short, looking for a double play that could bail them out of the inning. Seaver up in pitching position. Delivers to Perez. Fastball low. Grody bluffs the throw to third. The on-deck batter is Johnny Bench. Ray Sadecki will start warming up in the bullpen. Now the pitch on the way in the dirt, blocked by Grody, but on his way is Dreesen, and he goes into second base. And the Mets lose the double play situation. Wild pitch by Tom Seaver. Ball was in the dirt out in front of the plate, blocked by Grody, but it enables Dreesen to move over. And the Mets lose their chance to get two on the ground ball. Runners on second and third, one man away. And Seaver behind on Perez, two balls and no strikes. And the pitch on the way, wide, ball three. And if he walks Tony Perez, Bench will come up with the bases loaded. Three balls, no strikes. And the pitch. 
swing and a foul coming back upstairs. Tony Perez went after the 3-0 fastball. He fouled it off. Morgan is on third, and Dreesen is on second with one out. Now Seaver looking into Grody. Checks his runners. The 3-1 delivery. Swing and a miss. Three and two. Seaver going with his fastball. Now it's three balls and two strikes. down the line from third. Dreesen leads off second. Pitching three and two. High pop foul, foul, no play. Back into the crowd. And the count remains three and two. The veteran left-hander Ray Sadecki throwing hard out in the bullpen, trying to get ready in a hurry. and Garrett defensively are even with the bag at first and third. The Mets play back at second and short against a power hitter like Paris. Here's the pitch. Fouled out of play off to the right. The pressure stays right there. In the series, Pete Rose and Johnny Bench have led the Reds' attack. Rose 6 for 17, Johnny Bench 5 for 16. Now Seaver is set. Delivers. He struck him out. <laughs> on three and two, Tony Perez swings and strikes out on a knee-high fastball. The hitter, Johnny Bench. Five for 16. It was Bench who beat Seaver Saturday with a home run in the ninth inning. The Mets will walk him intentionally. First base is open. Bench will be walked. And the Mets instead will pitch to Ken Griffey. Griffey, the right fielder and a left-hand hitter. Johnny Bench receiving the intentional pass. Ken Griffey will be coming up with the bases loaded. Since his recall from the American Association, Griffey has batted 384 with the Reds. In the championship series, the young outfielder is 0 for 3. Ball 4, Bench goes down to first. A big crowd here at Shea, very quiet at the moment. Two men away, the base is loaded. Morgan is on third, Dreesen on second, and Johnny Bench is on first. Ken Griffey, a left-hand hitter, a line-drive type hitter, standing in against Tom Seaver. He was the rookie of the year of the American Association. Now Seaver will work from the stretch. And the pitch. Breaking ball, foul cut, and held on to by Grody, strike one. That was the pitch that was out of the strike zone. The Mets got a break. Griffey tried to hold on his swing and ticked off the bat, and Grody got it. Seaver will be calling on everything at his command of this spot right here in the opening inning. Geronimo, the center fielder on deck. Now the pitch. Swing and a miss. 
strike two on Ken Griffey. Morgan on third, Greason on second, and Finch on first, two down. Seaver taking his time, thinking out each delivery, now steps off. The dugout of the Mets wants the attention of Wayne Garrett. He was playing too deep. They bring him in, even with a bag. Now the stretch. And the pitch. Fly ball to center field, should retire the sack. Khan is under and waiting. Taps the glove, makes the catch. Exclusive Belmont Race Recreation is presented by the Schenectady Off-Track Betting Commission, home of Bola Bet. Ladies and gentlemen, here are the results of the second race at Belmont this afternoon. The winner, OTB letter H, Native Landing, paid $45, $12.60, and $6.20. In the place position, Porthole paid $3.40, That's OTB letter K. And in the third position, let me count... OTB letter F paid six sixty. Schenectady OTB, where you're always a winner. Horse racing excitement is as close as the three OTB locations: one twenty-seven Wall Street, twenty-six twenty-seven Broadway, and seventeen hundred State Street, Schenectady. Or place your bet from anywhere with a telephone account. Place your Belmont thoroughbred bet at OTB. Connected EOTV. You can bet on this Belmont race recreation, a service of the Schenectady Off-Track Betting Commission. Four hits in 15 times at bat. It all boils down to this. This is it. The game that decides the National League Championship. Pitch to Felix Neon is well outside. One ball and no strikes. Billingham throws a lot of breaking pitches. Excellent command of all of his pitches. This fastball will tail off. He induces the hitters to hit the ball on the ground a great deal. Ground ball hit toward the middle of the diamond. The base hit the center field. Neon singles to center. Batting third this afternoon comes up. Leon three hits and 15 times at bat in the series. Bellingham <laughs> looking in now to get his sign from John Beck. Right-hander delivers. Fast ball wide, one ball and no strike. Billingham allowed only three hits to New York last Saturday. He pitched eight innings. He left the game for a pinch hitter, trailing one to nothing. The pinch hitter was Hal King, who struck out. And the pitch. And a strike called at the knees, one ball and one strike. After King struck out, the next hitter, Pete Rose, hit a home run to tie the game one to one. Thus it became a no-decision game for Jack Billingham. Morbon was the winner in relief. Curve way outside. Two balls and a strike. Neither manager can hold anything back. Yogi Berra has already indicated he'll go with Ray Sadecki. He'll have John Matlack. 
everybody in order to try and win this one. The same is true of Cincinnati. Low, outside, ball three, three and one. Billingham doesn't walk people. Very rarely. Like Seaver, if he has a wildness streak, it's a very unusual thing. They both know their trade. The infield straight away, looking for two, the pitch. And a drive to right center, base hit by Cleon Jones. He got around second, he'll hold there. Geronimo whips the ball in. Geronimo with that great arm in center field. Milner coming up with two men on. center field. A picture line drive. Milner, two hits and 14 times at bat in the series. Had a tough time of it in the month of September. Cincinnati threatened in the first, left the bases loaded. Now the Mets are threatening. Runners on first and second, one out. Milner faces Jack Billingham, and Billingham steps off. Eddie Yost yells, ball. The plate umpire Bruce Drumming says no. Clay Carroll getting up in the Cincinnati bullpen. Carroll has been very strong in this series. Now the stretch by Billingham, and the pitch. In the dirt, handled by Johnny Bench. One ball, no strike. Field swings around to right against Milner. The 1 0 delivery. Fastball wide. Ball two, two balls, no strike. Neon is on second and Jones on first with one away. Two balls and no strikes to John Milner. Yet Crane Poole is the on deck batter. Pitching 2 0. trying to surprise Milner, but he missed inside with the fastball. Milner stepping out now, looking around to see if he has the green light. Tony Perez went for 3-0 against Seaver. The pitch. Swung on and foul, coming straight back. Milner trying to hit the ball out on 3-0. Now the count is 3-1 got a piece of it, a foul ball on the ground coming straight back. Call Jack Billingham in the set position delivers. Outside, ball four, base is loaded. And he crane pulled the hitter. Has not started the ball game since September the 15th.
to the red stuffing. Dane Poole hit a line shot to left field, bringing home Billy Fionn and Fionn Jones. Crowd of 50,000 standing and roaring. Jerry Grody stepping in. Dane Poole, who had not started the game since the 15th of September, did not waste a moment. He went right after the first delivery by Billingham. He went with the pitch. He hit a shot through the hole in the left field. Now Brody is the batter facing Billingham. Fastball and strike one goal. Clay Carroll warming up in the Cincinnati bullpen. The Mets two and the Reds nothing in the first inning. Billingham comes to the one-second stop, delivers. Great call, a fastball on the outside corner. Brody, three for 15 in the series. One man away, the infield at double play depth. The two-strike pitch, curve, swung and missed, strike three. Billingham with a curveball, fans Jerry Grody. And it will bring up center fielder Don Hahn. Don Hahn, four hits and 13 times at bat in the series. Felix Mian, the club leader, and hits with five. Hahn, the runner-up, has four. Pitch on the way. Curve, a swing and a miss. Strike one. Don Hahn getting out of the batter's box for a moment. Two runs have scored. The Mets lead 2 nothing. First inning of the game. Billingham settling himself down. Now checks the runners, delivers. Curve, low outside. One ball, one strike. Johnny Bench now going to the curveball with Billingham on almost every pitch. Greenpool hit a fastball on the outside corner, maybe even a little outside. He went right with it and hit a shot through the hole in the left field. The 1-1 delivery. Ground ball hit slowly to second base. Joe Morgan up with it, throws the first side, retire. Two runs. Left on. At the end of one inning, the Mets two, the Reds nothing. Cesar Geronimo leading off against Tom Seaver. Fastball high, one ball and no strikes. Geronimo, one for 11 in this championship series. Slender, left-hand hitter, line drive type hitter. They play him straight away. Foul ball, back toward the press box. One ball, one strike. Wayne Garrett shortens up at third. Geronimo with excellent speed. So you must guard against the possibility of a butt. The 1-1 pitch by Tom Seaver. A curve, a strike on the inside corner. One ball, two strikes. Seaver pitched out of a deep hole in the first inning. To do so, he had to fan Tony Perez and retire Ken Griffey with the bases loaded. Fouled 
behind third. Far back up into the crowd. One ball, two strikes. New York leading two to nothing. Top of the second. Nobody out, nobody on. Daryl Cheney will be up next. Now the pitch. Ground ball to second. Right at Felix Beyond. He snags it. Throws to Milder. One down. out and nobody on. Cheney will be coming up. Daryl Cheney is stepping in. up at the pitch by Tom Seaver and the fastball inside. In comes the pitch. Swing at a miss. Got a knee-high fastball. One ball and one strike. Darrell Cheney faced Seaver twice last Saturday. It was struck out both times. The 1-1 delivery. Curve foul back toward the crowd. No play. Nobody on. Now Seaver getting his information from Grody. In comes the pitch. Too high. That evens the count at two and two. Center fielder Don Hahn playing shallow and over to left center against Cheney batting left-handed. Pitching two and two. Fastball outside. Ball three. Three and two. Late in the season, Yogi Berra, as the Mets came driving down the stretch, moved things up with his pitching rotation. This news bulletin just into WABY News. Vice President Agnew has just resigned. Vice President Agnew has just resigned. More details as they become available. Working on three days rest has won two and lost four. He was certainly far more effective on the full four days rest. Outs and nobody on. Jack Billingham is the batter. And a ground ball hit toward the hole. Running afford is beyond. He's up with it. Milner covers in time. Side retire. The ball was hit through the hole, but it was rolling slowly, and Mian ran it down in right field. Milner got back to the bag to cover. And the Reds are out. One, two, three in the second. In the middle of the second, New York two, Cincinnati nothing. Now a word from here. Ladies and gentlemen, here are the results from the third race this afternoon at Beltmont. The winner of the third race, Evan T, OTB letter G, paid eleven sixty six dollars and two forty. Number two was Native C, OTB letter E, paying three eighty and two twenty. Espen Yolito paid two twenty, OTB letter F. Time of the third race, one ten and two fifths. Leaving things of people things, helping people. That's what saving things are all about. Oh.
If a high return on your savings is important to you, save at Cahol Savings Bank. 5.47% annual yield on day in to day out and regular savings accounts at the new high rate of 5.25%. Anticipated, compounded daily, and paid quarterly as of July 1st. Increased rates on new savings certificates when held to maturity can give you an effective annual yield of up to 7.35%. On four-year certificates, at the new high rate of 7% a year guaranteed. Premature withdrawals are subject to substantial penalties as required by regulatory authorities. Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation. Time of fever will be coming up. When fever opposed Billingham Saturday in the first game of the series, he doubled home Buddy Harrelson in the second with the only run the Mets scored that day. Now the wind-up and the pitch. Fastball outside, one ball and no strikes. Ed Craneville single two runs home in the first inning. And a strike on the outside corner, one ball and one strike. Seaver's double was a long drive, hit to left center field in Cincinnati on Saturday. Harrelson, who had walked, came all the way around. Now the 1-1 pitch by Billingham. Seaver tried to bunt. It was a curveball beyond his reach. One ball and two strikes. Leadoff batter Wayne Garrett waiting on deck. And a grounder foul. Fever ripped that. A hanging curveball but pulled his foul. Missed the bag at third by probably a couple of yards. Count remains. One ball and two strikes. A beautiful day in New York, a high, endless, brilliant blue sky. Bright sunshine, a perfect day. The one-two pitch. Breaking ball outside, two balls and two strikes. The Mets scored two runs on three hits and a walk in the opening inning. Mian started the rally with a single to center. Ground ball hit the second base. Joe Morgan keeping busy. Throws on to Tony Paris for the second out. Morgan now has thrown out four hitters. Two outs, nobody on. Wayne Garrett lingering around the on-deck circle, waiting now for Tom Seaver to get back to the dugout. Wayne 0 for 1 was thrown out by Morgan in the first inning. We interrupt this program for this special report from ABC. The base is loaded. Crane pool, single to left, driving two runs in. This is a special report from ABC News, New York. Vice President Spiro Agnew has resigned. That word within the past 20 minutes from Agnew's secretary and from White House officials. Agnew has been under federal investigation in connection with alleged kickbacks in Maryland. Agnew's secretary in Washington, Mrs. Lisa Brown, said Agnew's staff was told of the resignation at a meeting this afternoon. Mrs. Brown was in tears. A White House official says Agnew told President Nixon of his decision to quit last night. At the White House, new Secretary Ron Ziegler had no comment, but grim-faced White House aides gathered around news service printers, watching as machines ticked off word of Agnew's decision. 
There have been developments in Baltimore. Here's a live report from ABC's Sam Donaldson. The Vice President of the United States, Bureau T. Agnew, has resigned his office and here in a courtroom in Baltimore has been found guilty of one count of income tax evasion for the year 1967. The federal judge, Walter Hoffman, has sentenced Mr. Agnew to two to five months in prison and a $10,000 fine. But the prison sentence has been suspended. He is on probation and will not actually go to jail. The drama began at precisely two o'clock when into a crowded courtroom, a courtroom that had already contained such figures as the Attorney General, Elliot Richardson, and attorneys for both sides, into this courtroom came the Vice President of the United States. The judge announced that there had been an agreement reached, and it was his understanding that the Vice President was prepared to plead guilty to one count of income tax evasion. The Vice President stood and said that was correct. The judge asked him if he had been coerced into making the plea, if he had been promised anything in making the plea, if he was making of his own knowledge, and if he was giving it freely. The Vice President said that is correct. The actual plea was one of nola catendri. It's a Latin phrase which means we do not contest it. But Judge Hoffman said three times during this afternoon's hearing in the presence of the Vice President that nola catendri in this case was an equivalent of a guilty plea. The judge then disclosed that there had been plea bargaining going on for the past two or three days between the Vice President and the Justice Department. This plea bargaining resulted in the following agreement. The Vice President would plead guilty to one count of income tax evasion. The Department of Justice would agree not to press forward with any other evidence and would not in any way in the future attempt to bring an action against the Vice President of a criminal nature. But Judge Hoffman made clear that the state of Maryland was not bound by any such agreement. No licitendry or a plea of guilty would not affect the state of Maryland. The uh, Attorney General, Mr. Richardson, read a statement which in essence said that the department had evidence which it could press if it chose to establish a charge of bribery and extortion, but that in the interests of the nation and not dividing the country, and in the view of the Vice President's former good service to the nation, his good works as Vice President, the Department of Justice would not press forward with those charges. The Vice President read a statement which said in essence that he did agree that he had accepted money in 1967, which he diverted to his own use, and which he did not report as income on his income tax. The Vice President, however, said that he did not agree that he was guilty of any other supposed charge, and he wanted everyone to understand that he was not pleading guilty to any of the allegations. The Vice President said, however, that in the interest of the nation, his uh, letter of resignation had been delivered to the Secretary of the State at the State Department at 2.05 Eastern Time this afternoon. He was resigning his office. The judge then sentenced the Vice President. The sentence, once again, was from two to five months in jail and a $10,000 fine to be paid within 30 days. Uh, with ABC's Sam Donaldson in Baltimore, this is Don Blair in New York, repeating Vice President Agnew has resigned. It's all come about within the last 20 minutes. Vice uh, President Nixon reportedly informed of his decision last night. This is Don Blair in New York. WABY Albany, and now back to New York Bench, Cincinnati. Andreessen, who singled the left in the first inning. Diamond's goal as Tom Seaver talked over the situation with his shortstop and second baseman as to where they should be playing. That's leading two to nothing. First baseman and third baseman. John Milner and Wayne Garrett are already in, even at the bag, and the shortstop and second baseman playing back. 
and a left-hand batter. Batted 3-0-1 in the season. He has had two hits and nine times up in this series. Working from the set position, the first pitch by Seaver, a fastball that's inside a ball. Seaver again from the set position, holding the runner tight at third. And the 1-0 pitch, it is grounded foul. Breaking ball grounded down in the dirt. It's one ball and one strike. Outfield about straight away. The shadows have now moved to home plate. The rest of the field is in bright sunshine. And Seaver has the sign, goes to the set position. His 1-1 delivery. It is hit to left. It will score a run. Crane pulled over to catch the ball. He's under it. And he makes the catch. And Morgan scores without a play. So the Reds get their first run. It's now a 2-1 ball game in favor of the Mets. Run better in for Dreesen, and the batter coming up is Tony Perez, who was struck out on a 3-2 fastball in the first inning. <laughs> Perez, one for 19 in the series, batted 3-14 for the year. The first pitch by Seaver, a fastball in off the plate. It's ball one. Moving Perez away from the plate. into the windup, the 1-0 pitch. Fastball, a call strike at the knees over the outside part of the plate. It's 1-1. One one. Now Tom into the windup and the 1-1 delivery. Fastball hit the short. Bad hop, but handled bobbles, picked up, and thrown the first in time. Bud Harrelson bobbled the ball, picked it up, and got Tony Perez at first base by a fairly good margin. In the inning, one run, unearned. One hit, one air, and no one left. And the score at the end of two and a half innings, the Mets two, the Reds one. Mr. John E. Kelly of Topsfield, Massachusetts, recently traded his 1971 Subaru for a new 1973 Subaru four-door sedan. As Mr. Kelly told us, I'm a salesman and I drive for a living. When I first drove a Subaru back in 1971, I was sold on the front-wheel drive. In two years, I drove over 91,000 miles and I spent less than $20 for normal maintenance. So I naturally bought a second Subaru. No other car can touch them for economy and dependability. Not at 30 miles per gallon. It's a lot of car for very little money. Everything else I'd want, like uh, the radio and the deluxe interior, is included. A Subaru is a great car. Every day, more people trade for a Subaru with a quadrizontal engine. Test drive one yourself and see why. Your new Subaru dealer in Capital Land is Fred Carl's New Salem Garage. That's right. The area's oldest and largest sub dealer now stocks a complete line of Subaru to give you a better selection of quality economy cars. Fred Carl's New Salem Garage, Route 85, New Salem. 14 Going to the Met half of the third. The Mets leading 2-1, and the first batter will be Felix Mion, who singled in the first. A two-run rally started. It saw the Mets take a two-nothing lead. Red's got a run back in the top of the third, driven in on a sacrifice fly by Dan Greeson after Morgan had doubled and moved to third on a fielding error by Jones and Wright. First pitch to me on by Jack Billingham. A fastball over the outside corner. It's all strike. Mets have had three hits. The Reds have had two. The pitch back to me on a curve. It's inside one and one. 
In the first game of this series, Billingham was shaking the first couple innings and settled down to retire 16 batters in a row. The 1-1 pitch. Fastball hit down to third. Fielded by Dreesen. A good play there. The throw to first in time for the out. One away and the batter coming up, Cleon Jones. Cleon singles to right center field in the first inning off a 3-1 fastball. Now he's had four hits and 16 times up. He's batting 250 in the championship series. He batted 260 in the season. Billingham into the windup. The first pitch to Jones, a curveball over a call strike. In the first inning, Billingham was having trouble getting his curveball over. right-hander back, and the curve is hit hard foul down the third base side. It's a strike two count. Jones, in the last ten games of the regular season, had six home runs and 14 runs batted in. Two-strike count. Billingham back to the plate. A curveball swung on a miss, and Jones is struck out. Billingham now with command of his curveball. And he has retired seven in a row. And that brings up John Miller, who walked in the 3-1 pitch his first time up. Miller has had two hits and 14 times up in this championship series. And there is a high pop-up out to shallow left center field. Under the ball, the shortstop, Darrell Chaney. He makes the catch, and that's another 1-2-3 inning for Jack Goyham. And the score at the end of three... The Mets two, the Cincinnati Reds one. We've only just begun to live. Although some people would say thrift is its own reward, we think a little differently. We're Troy Savings. Here you earn the top rate on all accounts. And the reward is the way your money grows. Whether you're just starting out or you're well on your way, now is a good time to begin saving. So much of life we do more for you than offer savings plans, though, with our convenient hours and Saturday banking and our list of services ranging from property improvement loans to financial counseling. See us. You've got a long way to go. We'd like to help you get there. Troy Savings Bank. Member Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation. 14 We're going to the top of the fourth inning. The Mets leading 2-1. to one. And Tom Seaver getting set to go, and he'll be working against Johnny Bench as his first batter. We pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. In the Capital District, Mets is the home of the New York Mets. W-A-B-Y, Albany. Ralph Kiner along with Bob Murphy and Lindsey Nelson from Shea Stadium. Johnny Bench, the first batter for the Reds. He was walked intentionally in the first inning. He has had five hits and 16 times up in the championship series. And Seaver into the windup. His first delivery. Curveball over a call strike. Struck out two. He has walked two. One intentional. 
One strike pitch. Fastball check swing bouncing ball out to second base, fielded by Neon by the edge of the infield grass to throw to first base for the out. One away and the batter coming up is Ken Griffey. He flat out to center field with the bases loaded his first time up in the first inning. He is 0 for 4 in the championship series. He has batted at a 384 clip in 86 games with the Reds since his recall from Indianapolis where he was the most valuable player in the American Association. First pitch occurs. Swung on a miss. Strike one. He got nine hits in his first 20 times up in the major leagues. now has moved out to an area about 20 feet in front of home plate. Picks back a curve, line to right. It'll be a base hit, maybe more. Jones over, fields the ball. Griffey's trying for second. The long throw by Jones is not in time, and Griffey has a double. So the Reds have the time run at second base with one man out, and the batter coming up is Cesar Geronimo. Grounded out to second the first time up. Reds now have had three base hits, two doubles, and a single. And Jerry Grody out to talk with Seaver on the pitching mound. Also in there to say something to his roommate, Bud Harrelson. Now Bud going back to his shortstop position as Grody comes back to send out the sign. Ray Carroll is getting set to warm up in the bullpen for the Cincinnati Reds as they work down to the lower part of the batting order. Geronimo, a left-hand batter, has had one hit in 12 times up in the series. And the first pitch is inside, a fastball missing ball one. Larry Stahl is by the bat rack. He might bat for the shortstop. Darrell Cheney is on deck. Now the 1-0 pitch, and Geronimo fouls it back into the stand. One ball and one strike. This is it. This is as much pressure as you could have in any ball game at any time in a baseball player's career. One ball, one strike. More so than a World Series. Now the pitch. Breaking ball that's inside. It's two balls and one strike. The winner of this game gets to the World Series. That is the problem. The goal that is what the whole season has been about. Now the pitch back is lined out to left. Coming up a screen pool. He is there and he makes the catch. Rodimo on a soft line drive. The left field is out. Griffey holds at second base. Two men away and the batter coming up is Daryl Cheney. On the message board, a special welcome to Mayor John Lindsay. And a special thanks for his role in diverting the planes away from Shea today. Thought it was awfully quiet here, Bob. I wish he'd come out here every day during the season and do that. Jenny was struck out on the 3-2 fastball his first time up. He's 0-9 in the series. And now... Yogi Bear out to the mound. They want to talk over whether or not they walk Cheney. If they walk Cheney, there's a possibility they could get Jack Gillingham out of the ball game. As Sparky Anderson has Larry Stahl by the bat rack, but that also might be a decoy. Gillingham is not noted as a good hitting pitcher. He's had six hits in 94 times up. At one stretch in the season. He was 0 for 68. 
I remember too, Ralph, that Larry Stahl hit a home run earlier this year off Tom Seaver. Now the decision has been made. And they are going to walk Daryl Cheney. We'll see what Sparky Anderson will do. Whether he'll go to a pinch hitter for the pitcher, Jack Billingham, or whether he'll let Billingham hit. There's the first pitch outside at ball one. Cheney batted 181 for the season, but right here, the move might be more to get the pitcher out of the ball game. There's the pitch outside at ball two. And ball three. Carroll has quit throwing in the bullpen for the Cincinnati Reds. He has gone over to put his jacket on. And there's ball four, and Cheney has walked. That puts runners at first and second. That also puts the go-ahead run at first base. Two men away, and Billingham is going to hit. So, Sparky Anderson using a decoy by having Larry Stahl at the bat rack. Now, Billingham, the battery, grounded out to second, his first time up. And the pitch. Fastball hit out to Beyond right at the edge of the outfield grass. He picks it up on the short hop and throws the first base of the out. That ball, a tough chance to handle by Leon. He made the play and the side retired. No runs, one hit, no errors, and two men left in the score at the end of three and a half innings. The Mets to the Red One. Bumstead Chevrolet. It's 1974, and Bumstead of Troy and the Dealmakers New Year's celebration is in full swing with the most spectacular lineup of new Chevrolets ever. That celebration is spelled S-E-L-L, and that's what the Bumstead Dealmakers are doing. It's time to trade up to a new 74 Chevy, and the Dealmakers will make you an offer you can't refuse. See you now. Happy New Year from Bumstead. Two city blocks in downtown Troy, 5th Avenue to 7th Avenue on Congress Street. And a treacher letter to ticket manager in New York Mets Day Stadium, Flushing, New York, 11368. That's ticket manager in New York Mets Day Stadium, Flushing, New York, 11368. Remember, that gift certificate can be used for any game that stays last the season. Ideal Christmas gift. Stanley fans, the Tickets Department at State Stadium is open all winter. And you might want to look ahead to the exciting baseball season of 1964 at J. Ed Cranebull getting a hand. He drove in two runs with the bases loaded in the first inning his first time up. Ed playing in his first ball game since September 15th, replacing Rusty Stop. And the first pitch by Billingham, a curveball low at ball one. Mets have two runs on three hits. The Reds have one run on three. Rainbow single to left to score Felix Leon and Leon Jones. Now the pitch back by Cunningham. Hit on the ground towards second base. It's fielded by Morgan to throw the first for the out. One away and Jerry Grody coming up. Grody was struck out his first time up on three pitches. Two fastballs and a curve. Brody has had three hits and 16 times up in this championship series. The first pitch by Billingham, a fastball. It's low at ball one. Pitch back, way outside, also low. Two balls and no strikes. 
six foot five, big tall right-hander. And a 2-0 the pitch. Grounded slowly out to third. Reeson comes in, bottles the ball. Cody is safe on the air. There by Dan Reeson, the third baseman, as he could not handle the half opposite charged in. He had a relatively easy play. The Mets have a base runner, and the batter coming up is John Hawk. Grounded out to the second baseman his first time up. Four hits and 14 times up in this championship series. Cody at first base. Billingham working from the set position. A curveball that is swung on a miss and the pitch was outside. On stepping back out of the batter's box. Now gets back in. Ham to the set position. Here's the pitch. Fastball way outside. It's one ball and one strike. This series will set an all-time record for championship play in total attendance. One ball, one strike. The pitch back, a curve. It bounces in the dirt. It's blocked by Bench, and Grody has to hold his first base. Two balls and one strike. Going into this game, the Reds and Mets have drawn 212,225, and we have about 50,000 here again today. It will break the old record by about 40,000. It was set when the Reds played the Pirates last year. Two and one, the count to Don Hahn. Edging off at first base, possibility of a hit and run play. He does not go. The pitch is fouled into the stand. Two balls, two strikes. That time, Don Hahn fouling off a fastball that was over the outside corner, about waist high. Two and two. One man out. The Mets leading two to one. They're batting in the bottom of the fourth inning with Grody on first base. Now Billingham to the set position. Here's the pitch. Fastball, it is grounded foul over towards the first base side. So the count holds it two and two. The grandstand shadow now is about halfway between home plate and the pitcher's mound. That's about scored the Reds 18 to 7 in this series. But it's all even at two and two. Here's the pitch. On lines it down the right field line, but it's foul. Ball down in the right field area, and the count again at two balls and two strikes. Brody, who is moving down to second base, goes back to first. Baltimore scheduled at Oakland. Oakland leads that series two games to one. On back out of the batter's box is Billingham working very slowly. Takes too much time for Hahn. Now he gets back in. And again, the 2-2 pitch. Curveball. It's pop foul back into the stand. Again, a tough pitch to hit as Gillingham went over that outside corner, but Hahn spoiled the pitch, and the count remains at two balls and two strikes. Billingham had a 3.04 earn run average with a 19 and 10 record. He pitched seven shutouts. 
had led the National League. And again, he sets up. Here's the pitch. Curveball, it's fouled back again. This time, the curve, a good pitch to hit, a high inside breaking ball. But Hahn fouled it off, and the count remains at two balls and two strikes. worked 293 innings that tied him with Steve Carlton for the most innings pitched in the National League. There's a curveball swung on a miss and Hahn has struck out. Third strikeout for Billingham. All three have been on curveballs and the batter coming up is Bud Harrelson. Harrelson one for 15 in the series. Bud saw one pitch his first time up and grounded out to second. Mets leading 2-1, two, two men out, bottom of the fourth. Brody the runner at first. And the first pitch to Harrelson. It is swung on and fouled back into the stands. A fastball fouled off, strike one. Bud had a good hitting year for his personal record. Hit 258 for the season. Left-handed against the right-hander. Now Billingham again ready. And the one-strike pitch. Hit by the third baseman in the left field for a base hit. Brody goes to second base and holds there. Ball fielded by Pete Rose. The Mets have runners at first and second with two men out. And Tom Seaver coming up. Seaver grounded out his first time up, grounding out to second. He drove in the only run off Billingham in the first game of the series when he doubled in the left field to score. Harrelson from first base. Harrelson had walked. Seaver drove in five in the regular season. He had 15 base hits. Right hand batter in the first pitch by Billingham. Fat ball taken over the inside part of the plate. A call strike. second, a short lead there. Now he moves up. There's a pitch back to Seaver. Curveball. It's low and outside. And the count, one ball and one strike. And again, Clay Carroll starts to warm up in the bullpen for the Cincinnati Reds. One and one the count. Billingham's next pitch. Seaver swings and fouls the ball. Grounds his foul. It's one and two. Today is deliberate. Each side playing cautious baseball, each side trying to boy out a win. Now again, going ham ready. Here's the pitch. Curveball, a check swing foul ball back into the stand. The count stays at one ball and two strikes. Ball, it's outside, just off the plate, two and two. Mets have had more hits off Billingham so far today than they had in the eight innings he worked against them on Saturday. They had three on Saturday, they have four today. There's a ground ball out to short, waiting for it as Cheney fields the ball, throws over the first base in time for the out. And the side retires. No runs, 
One hit, one error. Two men left. And the score at the end of four. The Mets two, the Cincinnati Reds one. The mattress makers celebrate their 38th anniversary with a fantastic betting sale at all four Troy Mattress Company sleep shops now. Everything for sleep is sale price. But the spectacular 38th anniversary sale specials include Dupont Red Label Daycron Pillows. Just 38 cents each with any purchase of $50 or more. A bed frame or mattress pad just 38 cents with your purchase of $75 or more. And with any purchase of $99 or more, a complete TMC bonus. Is pack free. That consists of DuPont Red Label pillows, Field Crest permanent press sheets, and pillowcases in the appropriate size for your bed. Or if you prefer, a beautiful comforter. But the real highlight of this 38th anniversary sale is Troy's two-year guarantee, quilted cover, inner spring mattress, twin size, just $38. An unheard of value in this day and age, and you must see it to believe it. Visit your nearby Troy Mattress Company sleep shop now during their fabulous 38th anniversary sale. 523 Fifth Avenue in North Troy, 1540. Central Avenue in Albany, Delaware Plaza to Del Mar, and the Mayfair Shopping Center in Scotia. Beautiful betting buys at all four stores now. The fifth inning at Jay Stadium, the Mets two, the Reds one. Leadoff batter Pete Rose will be up against Tom Seaver. A bulletin on the message board, Mr. Agnew was fined $10,000, placed on three-year probation. Income tax evasion charge. He pleaded no contact. Pete Rose, 0 for 2. Twice was grounded out. Tom Seaver has not had his overpowering fastball here today. He has struck out only two hitters over the first four innings. Now Seaver over the head. Around comes the arm. Foul behind third into the crowd, strike one. Joe Morgan will hit next, and then Dan Dreesen, the top three men in the Cincinnati batting order. And a looping drive over toward the left field line, it will be a base hit. Pete Rose around first is on his way to second. The ball gets by Greenpool. Rose goes into second. And the tying run is on second base, nobody out. Rose had no intention of stopping at first. And it will be scored, a two-base hit, no error on the play. In order to score an error, you had to assume that Crane Poole could have thrown Rose out. He took an inside-out swing and looped the drive over near the left field line. Now the Reds have the tying run on second, nobody out, and the batter is Joe Morgan. Morgan has walked and doubled the right field. And the pitch by Seaver, he squared around to bunt, took a fastball, a strike. Tom Seaver has had only one easy inning, and that was the second. Dreesen behind Morgan in the batting order. Tom Seaver checks the runner in second, kicks the leg, delivers. Fouled on a full swing, it comes straight back. And the count is strike two on Morgan, a very tough man to pass. Morgan, two hits and 17 times at bat of the series. Hit 290 over the regular season. Each team has four hits. Tom Seaver checks the runner at second. The pitch to Joe Morgan. Ground ball hits slowly down to first base. Grabbed by Milner with his bare hand. He touches the base in time. Rose goes to third. Beautiful reacting by Milner. The ball took a bad hop. And Milner lunged forward and grabbed it with his bare hand. 
The tying run is on third. Dan Dreesen has singled to left. He drove in the Cincinnati run with a sacrifice fly in the third inning. Now he is in a position to tie the game up if he delivers another. The Mets are going to bring the infield in. They will try and head off Pete Rose. Tom Seaver will work from the stretch to keep an eye on Rose. And the pitch on the way, inside and low, ball one. One ball, no strikes to Dreesen, the left-hand hitter batting from a crouch. And a swing and a miss. A fastball by Seaver, one ball and one strike. Tony Perez, the on-deck batter, we are in the fifth inning. Mian and Harrelson about three strides back off the edge of the grass. The 1-1 pitch. Inside and low. Curveball just missing. Two balls, one strike. Dan Dreesen was carrying up the American Association. The Reds brought him up in June. The 2-1 delivery. Inside. On the inside corner, a strike is 2-2. Two and two. Breaking ball by Seaver, a hard slider. Now it is two and two. Tom has struck out only two. Not many for him at this stage of a ball game. He is in need of one here. The two-two pitch. Ground ball, bounce to second base. He holds those at third, throws to first. Two men away. Field will drop back. The hitter is cleanup batter Tony Paris. He has struck out and bounced out. Now the infield back deep. Seaver catching his breath, standing back away from the mound for a moment. He must contend with Tony Paris, who hit 314 during the regular season. Drove in over 100 runs. Long ball, right-hand hitter. The wind-up by Tom Seaver. The pitch to Perez. Fastball outside. One ball, no strikes. Pete Rose is on third. Two men away, top of the fifth inning. Mets two and the Reds one. Now Seaver winding. Had a drive, hit hard to right center field. A base hit to tie up the ball game. Jones runs it down on a hop. It is an even ball game. Two to two on a single to right center by Tony Perez. intentional walk in the first. It worked out for New York. He bounced out in the fourth inning. Call strike on the outside corner. Ray Sadecki will start to loosen up again in the New York Mets bullpen. Now Seaver checks his runner delivers. And a foul off the end of the bat coming back into the crowd. The Mets two and the Reds two. Here are the warm-ups at Oakland for Baltimore. Their best pitcher, Jim Palmer. For the Oakland A's, 20-game winner, Vida Blue. That's a battle of 20-game winners. Jim Palmer shut out Oakland in the first game of the series, and he struck out 12. The two-strike pitch. Ground ball hit hard, foul down the third baseline, no play. 
Pete Rose had led off with a double slice down the left field line. It was not hit hard. He moved to third as Morgan grounded out to Milder. Remained there as Dreesen was thrown out by Mian. He came home on a solid hit to right center by Tony Perez. The pitch to Johnny Bench. High pop fly into short left. Buddy Harrelson backpedaling. Arm signal, he's under it, and he has it. Reds tied up. One run, two hits, no errors, one left. In the middle of the fifth inning, Cincinnati 2, New York 2. You meet a lot of different people over a counter at McDonald's. Steve Milanese, a McDonald's counterman. This is my first job, and it's an amazing place to work. I get to serve a lot of people like you'd like to be served. Friendly. And I like that. You and your family deserve a break at McDonald's. And people like Steve Melanese know what that break is all about. You've got to enjoy what you're doing. It's not just the money, but that's your part of it. Why now? Hey, never. That's the name of an extraordinary new program offered exclusively by Union National Bank. A plan that can earn you up to 7% on your money, plus free Pan Am vacations to almost anywhere in the world. Pan Am trips to London, Rome, Spain, and Portugal. The Caribbean. Just about any place you want to go. Yet you pay nothing for airfare or hotels. The Fly Now, Pay Never plan is based on buying Union National Savings Certificates for $5,000 or more and leaving them on deposit for two and a half years or more. For details, call or stop at any office of Union National Bank. Just tell them you want to fly now. And pay never. Substantial interest penalty is required for early withdrawal. Bellingham winding the pitch to Garrett. Wide. Ball one. Wayne has only one hit in 20 times at bat of the championship series. He had a very hot bat all through September. Low and outside. Two balls, no strikes. A number of We Believe batters scattered around Shea Stadium. It became the battle cry of the Mets in September. The 2-0 pitch. And a drive in the air toward right center field. It could be in for a base hit. It is. It's by Geronimo. Goes back to the wall. Garrett is on his way to second. He'll round second and hold up with a double. Wayne Garrett, a long double to right center field. Geronimo on the run. Tried to grab it with his bare hand on the first stop. Couldn't reach it. Fielder Griffey had to go in behind him and play it back in. Garrett is on second. Nobody out. A double to deep right center. Felix Beyond stepping in. Dan Greeson goes to the mound from third. And out of the Cincinnati bullpen, the flamethrower, Don Gillett, starts to warm up. He picks five innings on Sunday, pitched four scoreless innings yesterday. Lee Carroll also getting up. Carroll has five scoreless innings in relief in the series. So Felix Mian is the batter. Garrett on second, nobody out. Billingham getting his sign now from bench. Dreesen poised at third. The pitch, 
bunted. Off the mound comes Billingham to throw to third in time. Eight! Going all out, trying to strike out Milner. 
tied the game with a run in the top of this inning. Now the Mets have regained the lead. It is 3-2. Eddie Cranepool waiting on deck. Cranepool comes up. We'll wait and see what Yogi does. Now the pitch. Too high. All two, two and one. Yogi indicated in the dugout prior to the game today that he would go with Cranepool. But if the Reds came in with a left-hander, he might switch to Willie Mays. Grimsey, a left-hander, warming up along with Clay Carroll. The 2-1 delivery. Swing and a foul hit. And the count is 2-2 two and two on John Milner. Two balls and two strikes to Milner. Left-hander against left-hander. And Gullett not trying to finesse anyone, reaching back and throwing as hard as he can, and that's very hard. Beyond on third and Jones on second. Here's the 2-2 pitch. Inside, ball three, pitch. Atlanta to win the pennant, and they won four of five, and the 
World Series from Baltimore, but today all the marbles are on the line to the winner in this championship series, and here is Willie May, one of the great players of all time, who already has announced his retirement from the game, affected the end of the season, being called on the pitch into the base and loaded. Yes,
lead by three. Play Carroll delivers. And a foul back into the crowd. No play. Buddy Harrelson, the eighth man up in the inning, and it's been a wild one. Carroll checking out the signs with Johnny Bench. The two-strike delivery. Ground ball hit slowly. Hayes here from the bag. Hayes will score. Hahn digging for third. The throw the slide. He's out. Hahn is out at third. The inning is over. The Mets score another run. And they lead 6-2. Mr. Beatty, these tires are as bald as I am. <laughs> hey, uh, you sure you want new ones? I mean, you still got the rims, you know. <laughs> a lot of people put off getting the new tires they need because tires are getting more expensive, like everything else. That's where Getty comes in. Millions of Americans have found they can get more miles for their money at Getty. Now we're going to tell you how to get more tire for your money at Getty. Our steel-belted radials, for example, are the best we've ever offered. So we'd like to make them easier to buy. If you buy them with a Getty credit card on our easy payment plan, you get up to six months to pay. And by simply paying on time, you don't pay any interest. Think about that. Getty gives you your tires right away, but you don't pay right away. Your money stays in the bank longer. You earn interest instead of paying it. No interest to us means more money for you. Getty. We give you more for your money. We'll have the official results of the fourth and fifth races from Belmont Park after this. Schenectady OTV with three locations. 127 Wall Street, 1700 State Street, and 2627 Broadway Schenectady. Or place your bet from any location with a telephone account. Open a Phonobat account in person or by mail. Phone 370-5151 for your Phonobat applications to be mailed to your home or place of business. Visit Schenectady OTB or use Phonobat. You're always a winner with Schenectady OTB. The official results of the fourth race from Belmont Park today. The winner, OTB, letter B, Immodest, pays $5.380 and $3.40. Letter H, Blessed Nate, pays $5.80 and $4.60. And OTB, letter L, Control Your Step, pays $4. The exacta in the fourth combination of letters B and H returns $25.60. In the fifth race today at Belmont Park, the winner was letter E, Takeoff, pays $15.60, $7.20 and $3.40. OTB, letter B, Close Watch, pays $6.20 and $3.40. And OTB letter D, Beautiful Music, pays $2.40. Vice President Agnew has resigned, as you may have heard earlier this afternoon. Agnew delivered the official resignation, and it became public at 2.05 this afternoon. When Agnew said, I hereby resign the office of Vice President of the United States, effective immediately, sincerely, Spiro T. Agnew. Five minutes earlier, Agnew pleaded no pleaded guilty, rather, to a charge of income tax evasion. He received a suspended sentence of three to five months in prison, a three years probationary sentence, and a $10,000 fine.
base on Geronimo. The center fielder is up. The pitch by Tom Seaver. Ground ball back to the mound. Seaver has it. Throws to Miller. Two down. Oh, you should see the zip of the ball put now. Two outs and nobody on. Darrell Cheney coming up. The pitcher, Clay Carroll, is due up next. Undoubtedly, if Cheney gets on, we'll have a pinch hitter for him. We're in the top of the sixth inning. New York ahead, 6-2. to two. The pitch to Cheney. A swing out of miss. A fastball. Strike one. The Mets win this one. They'll be opening the World Series in either Oakland or Baltimore on Saturday afternoon. And the pitch on the way. Inside of the letters. One ball and one strike. It was Wayne Garrett who had been held in check of this championship series who started the rally with a double to deep right center. Low, outside, two and one. Two balls and a strike on Darrell Cheney. Now Seaver delivers two and one. And it's cut foul straight back. Two balls and two strikes. Cheney, batting left-handed, has struck out and received an intentional walk. Now he asks for time and gets out of the batter's box. Ross Grimsley is in the bullpen for the Reds. And a towering fly ball hit the right center. Moving over is Hahn and Willie Mays. Willie calling. He has it. and Imperials are all winning hits this fall at Schenectady Chrysler Plymouth. Make a short run to Jim Schultz's Schenectady Plymouth and score on a fantastic deal on the new 74s and even more on our new 73 cars from the money savers at Schenectady Chrysler Plymouth. 1016 through 1040 State Street, Schenectady. Let Protective Loan help make financial problems disappear with a bill consolidation loan. Protective Loan gives fast, friendly, one-day service and will even help with family budgeting advice. Protective Loan likes to help people like you. And now Protective Loan can lend you up to $2,500 for any good reason. There's always a Protective Loan office nearby in North Troy at 603 2nd Avenue, 620 Columbia Turnpike, East Greenbush, and in Monans at 291 Broadway. Tom Seaver comes out to face. Ray Carroll in the bottom half of the sixth inning. The last time the Mets won a championship, for the first time a man walked on the moon. Now, if they can win here today, it will be on the same day a vice president resigns. Outside and high, ball one. Tom Seaver is the batter, last of the sixth inning. Tom is 0 for 2. Lee Carroll pitching in relief. Veteran right-hander delivers a fastball, a strike, one and one. Blake Carroll had not been scored on in the championship series until he came in in this game. He was charged with one run. 
curve outside and low. The first four runs of the game charged the starter Jack Billingham, the fifth run to Don Gillett, and the sixth to Clay Carroll. Long fly ball hit deep to left by Seaver, way back, Rose running, can't reach it, it's a base hit bouncing up against the wall, and Seaver has a long two-base hit. Two for three, a single and a double. 
His double off the wall and left and made it three to two New York. Baltimore did not score in the first inning at Oakland. If the Mets win and the Oakland A's win, tomorrow night the Mets will be on their way to Oakland, California. wins that game, the Mets will have to hang around to see where they're going. That is, assuming they can win it. And the pitch. Taken high inside by Cleon. One ball and no strike. Tom Seaver on third. Two away. Last of the sixth inning. Had a drive a base hit to right center field. Seaver comes home. New York ahead 7-2. to For Jones, his third hit of the ball game. Center by Cleon Jones. Cleon's second run batted in. New York ahead seven to two. John Milner, the batter. Milner is 0 for 1, has walked twice. He drew a very important walk in the last inning against Don Gillen. Curve in the dirt, handled by Johnny Bent. Sparky Anderson brought Gullet in from the bullpen to face Milner. With runners on second and third. Milner fouled off about five pitches and working out a walk that loaded the bases. Fastball wide, two balls and no strike. Willie Mays is on deck, and when he comes up again, what a roar you're going to hear. Willie hit a Baltimore chop, an infield hit that drove in a run. The 2-0 delivery. And a call, strike two and one to John Milner. The Mets lead Cincinnati by five. We're in the last of the sixth inning. Clay Carroll, the third pitcher used by Sparky Anderson. The 2-1 pitch. Curve fouled off into the dirt right at the feet of John Milner. Two and two. Baltimore nothing, Oakland nothing. They are in the second. Jim Palmer and Vida Blue are the pitchers. the odds on opening day that the Mets would play the A's in a World Series. They aren't there yet, but they had a shot at it. They had a good one. Fouled back upstairs. Two balls and two strikes on John Milner. Three games here in Shea have drawn well over 150,000 fans. All afternoon games in the early part of the week. The pitch. Hit hard. A ground ball base up the right field. Jones around second, trying for third. The throw by Griffey, not in time. Runners at first and third. Billy Mays comes up. Willie. Ground ball off the pitcher's left. 
Picked up by Cheney, the throw to first in time. And the side retired. The ball went off the glove of Clay Carroll, was handled by Cheney. For New York, one run, three hits, no errors, two left. At the end of six, the New York Mets seven and the Cincinnati Reds two. With 25 years' experience, Bob and Ron's Fish Fry knows the best way to prepare seafood. Each order is prepared individually to ensure freshness. Bob and Ron's never mass-produce. Their friendly service makes it a pleasure to dine often. Stop in, say hello to Bob and Ron and Rick, and enjoy the best seafood you ever have. Bob and Ron's Fish Fry, 1007 Central Avenue, Albany, near Westgate. Bob and Ron's newly enlarged dining room is open Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. till 11 p.m. and Saturday from 10 till 10. Attention skiers, the ski market announces its first annual Columbus Day weekend sale. A million dollars worth of name brand ski equipment drastically reduced. K2's last year's model, regularly $135, now only $99.50. Rossignol skis, values up to $160, now $69.88. Goosedown Parkers, regularly $60, prices slash to $34.88. Brand new Tyrolia bindings, regularly $32.50, now only $19.88. And many, many more super savings at the ski market. 600 twice connected to road Latham, open Monday through Friday, 10 till 10, Saturday till Use your Bank America card or Master Charge. The Ski Markets. 14 The official score has changed the scoring in the fifth inning now to charge Jack Billingham with five runs. For those of you who keep such things, Billingham four innings, five runs, six hits. Gunnish charges one and Carroll with none. Crosby is up now to bat for Carroll. Ed Crosby had a single yesterday, and here's Seaver's pitch high and away for a ball. Crosby, batting for Clay Carroll as the Cincinnati Reds are at bat in the top of the seventh inning. The Mets are leading by a score of 7-2. to two. Crosby is a left-hand batter. Here's Seaver's pitch, and it's in there for a call strike. Pete Rose is in the on-deck circle for the Cincinnati Reds. Here is the pitch. Fastball, swung out and missed. Amdeman on the fist on the inside portion of the plate. A little short arc swing. It's 1-2 and two now to Crosby. The Mets have seven runs on 11 hits, and the Cincinnati Reds have two runs on five hits. Seaver into the motion now, and the pitch is on the way. Curveball, swung on, this struck him out. Strikeout number three for Seaver. One away, and Pete Rose is coming up. Rose grounded out, grounded out, and doubled, and made a score in the fifth inning.
Ryan out with Rose holding at first base. Dan Dreesen is the batter. Chug McGraw and John Madlack are throwing in the bullpen for the Mets. McGraw and Madlack are throwing. Rose leads off the bag at first. Here's the pitch. Swung on and it's a high pop to left field. Cleon Jones moves up. Harrelson goes out and calls. Harrelson is waiting and makes the catch. Side is out. No runs are hit. No runs and one left. In the middle of the seventh inning, the score is the Mets 7 and the Reds 2. Right now, chances are seven times greater that you'll find the one car you want at Hickey Ford and Hickey Imports. Because Hickey is like seven great car dealers rolled into one. With a whole line of new 74 Fords, plus Volvos, Fiats, Land Rovers, MGs, Saabs, Jaguars, and now Hondas. And don't forget Hickey's low price guarantee. To sell you a new car for less, or buy you a big steak dinner for two. Chances are seven to one. Right now, you'll find what you want at Hickey Ford and Hickey Imports, Hoosick Road, Troy. See the new International Utility Tractor with features in work power for any size operation at Columbia Tractor Kinderhook. Get the facts on the new 674 with utility row and crop models. It has 61 PPO horsepower diesel or 58 PPO horsepower gas engine. Coupled with the 574 and 464 models, you'll find the most advanced utility tractors in 20 years. Come in and ask for a demonstration at Columbia Tractor Kinderhook, New York. left-hander Ross Grimsley, who started here on Monday against Jerry Kuzman. He pitched one and two-thirds innings, gave up five runs on five hits also. So Ross Grimsley is in. Blake Arrow pitched two innings, gave up one run and five hits, and now Jerry Grody will lead it off for the New York Mets. Grody has gone 0 for 3. He was on an error by Dreesen in the fourth inning. Motion and the pitch is in there for a call strike. Start him off with a breaking pitch. They play Grody to go to the opposite field. The Mets are leading by a score of 7-2 to two and they keep the bullpen going. This game for the National League pennant. Now again, here's the delivery and it's swung on. Line around the center field for a base hit. Picked up out there by Cesar Geronimo. Grody turns and holds with a single to center leading off the bottom of the seventh inning. Don Hahn is up now. Don Hahn today has gone 0 for 3, but batted in a run when he hit into a fourth play in the fifth inning. Actually lost it, the ball out into the outfield. It fell in for what would have been a base hit, but Grody was forced to second on the play. Here is the pitch. Swung on, line to third. Dreesen has it. Makes the play to first, not in time. Grody's back. A line drive to third off the bat of Hahn, taken by Dreesen, who was on the edge of the grass. Now Bud Harrelson will be the batter. In California, the Oakland A's have scored two runs, batting in the bottom of the second. Oakland two and the Baltimore Orioles nothing. Oakland having come from behind the win yesterday, going up two games to one. If Oakland wins today, it's all over in the American League. The Oakland A's are, of course, the defending world champions. Harrelson batting right, and the pitch is in there for a call strike. He's a switch hitter. He's turned around to bat right against the left-hander, Ross Grimsley. One man out, runner at first. The New York Mets seven and the Cincinnati Reds two. Now again, Grimsley delivers a pitch swung on, popped up to the right side. Joe Morgan is waiting. And he makes the catch. Holding it first is Grody, two away. The lights are on here at Shea, and the hand is for Tom Seaver coming out to the plate. 
Carter getting a standing ovation if he comes out. The Oakland A's have knocked Jim Palmer out. Jim Palmer, the ace of the Baltimore staff, started. He's been replaced by Bob Reynolds in the second. As Oakland has scored two and they're still batting. Zebra had a double last time up and later scored. Cody takes his lead at first and here's the pitch. It is high for a ball. hits today. Here's one delivery, and it's high and away for a ball. Grimsley is the fourth pitcher to work for the Cincinnati Reds, who have gone frequently to their bullpen in this championship series. Billingham started, followed by Gullett, Clay Carroll, and Ross Grimsley. This will be a 2-0 pitch, and it is low for a ball, 3-0. Now to Seaver, he's followed by Wayne Garrett. effect here at Jay at the moment. We have a blend of faint sunlight and artificial lighting at the moment. Here's a 3-0 pitch taken in there for a call strike. It's 3-1. Brody at first base. Perez holding against him there. Two men are out. Grimsley bends forward to take a sign from Johnny Bench. He has it off the stretch now. The 3-1 delivery and it's low. Fever draws a walk. That moves Brody to second base. Seaver waits to get the jacket as he strolls down toward first. He's flipping it on now, and Wayne Garrett comes up. Wayne Garrett doubled in the first to start the rally that produced four big runs at a time when the score had been tied by the Cincinnati Reds. And Jesse has joined us along the way. The Mets took an early lead today when they got two runs in the bottom of the first. But Cincinnati backed away. They got one in the third and one in the fifth to tie it at 2-2. But the Mets came roaring back with four. The rally started by a double by Wayne Garrett. He was up there right now. He's one for four today. Runners lead at first and second. The pitch, and it swung on and missed strike one. Left-hand batter facing a left-hand pitcher here. Felix Mayon has moved out of the dugout to the on-deck circle. Garrett stepped back. Now comes back into the batter's box. Brody takes his lead at second, and Seaver strolls off the leg at first. Here's the strike one delivery, and it's low for a ball. It's one and one. defense almost straight away against Wayne Garrett. Grimsley off the stretch. Pitch is on and foul way down to the right field corner out of play. Garrett got around so well he pulled it. Foul way down there to the corner. And the count goes to one and two now. The Mets are batting in the bottom of the seventh inning. The fifth and final game of the championship series between the Mets and the Cincinnati Reds for the championship of the National League. One-two pitch, and it's high for a ball. It's a breaking pitch, and the count is even at two and two. Now to Garrett. Grimsley. Bends forward, hands on his knees now to take this sign. The 2-2 delivery. Swung on, fouled off. Garrett stays alive with a 2-2 count. The Oaklands are still batting in the second inning, leading Baltimore 2-0. Made crowd of 50,323 here for this afternoon's game. 2-2 pitches low, and the count runs full at 3-2, and that's an automatic start for the runners. Brody at second. Seaver at first will be off and winging on the pitch. Felix Neon is waiting on deck. 
the runner. 3-2 delivery. It pops up. Foul ball coming back, and it's out of play. All the way back onto the screen. So, runners return again. They'll tag up and move on the pitch as the count remains 3-2 and two to Wayne Garrett. Brody is taking his lead at second. Seaver is taking his lead at first. They're running. Bringing a ground ball wide of first. Backhands it and placed the Grimsley covering in time for a 3-1 put out of the side is retired. Ferris moves smartly to his right to glove the ground ball. Go runs a hit of Walkner errors and two left. At the end of seven innings of play, the score is the Mets seven and the Reds two. Everyone knows that the new 74s are out, and at Knowles Pontiac, they're on display and ready to be delivered. But what you don't know is how many new 1973s we want to deliver by the end of October. And you don't know what we at Knowles would do to satisfy you. On our 1973 Le Mans Sport, luxury Le Mans, station wagons, Catalina, and Bonneville, you can save up to $1,200. Get to know us today at Knowles Pontiac. It will be well worth the trip to 6th Avenue to Knowles Pontiac in North Troy. Attention skiers, the ski market announces its first annual Columbus Day weekend sale. A million dollars worth of name brand ski equipment drastically reduced. K2's last year's model, regularly $135, now only $99.50. Rosing all skis values up to $160, now $69.88. Kustown Parkers, regularly $60, prices slashed to $34.88. Brand new Tyrolia Bindings, regularly $32.50, now only $19.88. And many, many more super savings at the ski market. 600 twice connected the road Latham, open Monday through Friday, 10 till 10, Saturday till 6. Use your Bank America card or Master Charge. The Ski Markets. It'll be Tony Perez to lead it off. Through seven innings of play, the Mets, seven runs, 12 hits and one error. Cincinnati Reds, two runs, six hits and one error. This championship series began on Saturday in Cincinnati, and the Reds won it by a score of two to one. As Seaver was the loser, giving up home runs to Pete Rose and Johnny Bench in the eighth and ninth innings after he had driven in the only run the Mets got. Pedro Bourbon was the winner in relief of Billingham. Then on Sunday, the Mets came back to win 5-0. The Mets won here in New York 9-2 on Monday. Yesterday, Cincinnati again used the home run ball as they won in 12 innings 2-1. This brought it up even 2-2 to the final game. A season in one game. The Mets are leading 7-2. Perez is up. Seaver's curveball is fouled off the end of the bat. Into the Mets dugout. It's strike one. Perez has struck out, grounded out, and single a drive and a run. He had a home run yesterday in the seventh inning. That brought the Reds back from the brink. At that time, the Mets were leading 1-0. Seaver again into the motion. Pitch to the right-hand batter. Curveball high. So it is 1-1 one one now. Perez is followed by Johnny Bench in the batting order for the Cincinnati Reds. Here's the 1-1 offering. Fastball, one on and miss. It's one and two. The Mets are keeping the bullpen warm. McGraw is throwing in Matlack is throwing. He retakes the side from Jerry Grody. Hips into his motion. The 1-2 delivery. Fastball, one on and miss. Struck him out. Strikeout number four for Seaver. Away and Johnny Bench is the batter. He was intentionally walked in the first inning. That's when he's grounded out and popped out. There are all sorts of trite and hackneyed expressions that apply to the situation here, such as there's no tomorrow, they're all in the bullpen, no point in saving them for opening days. They're all applicable because they're true. Here's the pitch now to Johnny Bench. Breaking pitch, took a lot off of that one, had him out in front of the strike one. Ken Griffey has moved out on deck. Brody again flashes a sign to Seaver. 
And the pitch to bench. Curveball. It's in there for a call strike. It's 0 2. One man out with nobody on base. The Reds are batting in the top of the eighth inning at Jay Stadium in New York. Two strike delivery. Curveball. Hit on the ground to third. A big hop to Garrett. He's up and throwing in time, and Bench has found it up. Skidded off the grass with a big hop to Garrett, who was playing a deep third base. Two men out, and Ken Griffey's coming up. He's one for three. He had a double in the top of the fourth inning. Left-hand batter. He came up on August 25th to Indianapolis and provided a lot of spark for the Cincinnati Reds. Matter of fact, they sent to Indianapolis frequently during the season to bring up ball players, most of whom produced for them. Fastball in on the ground to second. Beyond makes the ball and throws to first. In time, the side is up. Skiers, the ski market, announces its first annual Columbus Day weekend sale. A million dollars worth of name brand ski equipment drastically reduced. K2's last year's model, regularly $135, now only $99.50. Rossignol skis values up to $160, now $69.88. Kustown Parkers, regularly $60, prices slash to $34.88. Brand new Tyrolia bindings, regularly $32.50, now only $19.88. And many, many more super savings at the ski market. 600 Choice Connectivity Road Latham, open Monday through Friday, 10 till 10, Saturday till 6. Use your Bank AmeriCard or MasterCharge. The Ski Market. Let Protective Loan help make financial problems disappear with a bill consolidation loan. Protective Loan gives fast, friendly, one-day service. And they'll even help with family budgeting advice. Protective Loan likes to help people like you. And now Protective Loan can lend you up to $2,500 for any good reason. There's always a Protective Loan office nearby. In Albany at 215 Central Avenue and 11 North Pearl Street. And in Schenectady at 1884 State Street. Oakland A's got three runs in the bottom of the second inning. So Baltimore comes up in the third with Oakland leading by a score of 3 nothing. Oakland leads in the series two games to one. If they win today, they win the American League pennant. Now the Mets bat here at Shea in the bottom of the eighth, and Felix Millan leads it off. He has scored two runs today, and he's had one hit. One for three, a sacrifice. Ross Grimsley working in relief on the mound for the Cincinnati Reds. And to his motion, pitch to the right-hand batter, and it is high for a ball. One and all. Now the 1-0 delivery. On the ground, and it's on through for bases on the left field line. Rose chases over Mayan, takes a wide turn and holds up as the throw comes across. Mayan has single pass. And at third, he tried to backhand stab. The ball was between Dreesen and the back. And on down the left field line. So the Mets have a leadoff. They've hit their 13th hit today. Leon Jones is coming up. Leon has had three big hits. He has driven in two runs and scored one. Leon Jones moved up to the number three spot in the batting order. With the absence of Rusty Staub because of the bruised shoulder sustained yesterday when he crashed into the wall in the 11th inning. Has produced here today. Had a base hit and later scored in the first inning. Double to drive and run in the fifth inning. Single to drive and run in the sixth inning. Swings and misses. It's strike one. Tony Perez holding against the runner. Felix Mian at first base. A mister batting in the bottom of the eighth inning. Chase Stadium in New York. This game for the National League pennant. 
a swing and a ground ball foul back of third. It's out of play. Two strikes to count out of Cleon Jones. John Milner's waiting on deck, and Milner's followed by Willie Mays. What a dramatic entrance Willie Mays made into this ball game today in the fifth inning. Coming up there with the bases loaded, chopped the ball, a high chopper off to the left side that went for a single and a run batted in. Now the pitch to Mays, the two strikers on the way, swings and misses, strike three. So Grimsley has his first strikeout. Beyond holds, and Milner's coming up. The Baltimore Orioles did not score in the top of the third. Oakland's coming up in the bottom of the third inning, leading the Orioles by a score of three to nothing. Milner has had one hit, and he's walked twice here today. One for two. Hitting cleanup in the Met batting order. Left-hand batter facing a left-hand pitcher. That pitch is in for a call strike. Number 24, Willie Mays, has moved out now on the, into the on-deck circle. There is holds against the runner, Felix Millon, at first base. Grimsley bends over, gets the sign. Now checks the runner. Here's the pitch. Swung on and flooped out in the right field. Morgan's going back. Can he get there? Yes, he can. And so now retreating the first is Millon. The third of first is not in time, and Willie Mays is coming up. One more time at that for Willie Mays, who is retiring at the end of this season. Number 24 has been up twice. Had a base hit to drive and a run and grounded out. If you want to look ahead to the bottom of the, or to the top of the ninth, there is a schedule to send up Geronimo, Caney, and a pinch hitter for the pitcher. The pitch is in for a call strike to Willie Mays. Two men out, a runner at first. The Mets have seven runs on 13 hits, and the Reds have two runs on six hits. Now the strike one delivered to Mays. It's high and away for a ball. It's one and one. Mays was sent up there. With Don Gullett on the mound in the fifth inning, and that is when the switch was made to Clay Carroll. Sparky Anderson brought in the right-handed pitch to Willie. Here's a swing and a miss. It's strike two. One and two to Mays. 42-year-old, all-time great. Beyond takes a short lead off first now. The count's one and two to Mays with two men out. Grimsley's pitch, swung on and fouled off to the right side. Into the seats and out of play. Count continues. One ball and two strikes to Willie Mays. Wind velocity is picked up. The wind is blowing in here at Shea City. Cloud cover moved in as well. The lights have been on for several innings now. Here's the one-two pitch. Swung on and hit in the air to center field. Geronimo ranges over and right fielder Griffey's there. Griffey takes it right in front of Geronimo for the out that retires the side. No runs are hit, no errors, and one left. At the end of eight full innings of play, the score is the Mets seven and the Reds two. Cadillac for 1974, the standard of American automobile excellence, is now available for your inspection at Headley Cadillac Oldsmobile, 515 River Street in Troy. Cadillac, with nine luxurious models to choose from, offers new concepts in styling and comfort. Responsive handling and the number one car for resale value when it comes time to trade. Cadillac for 1974 from Headley will bring the finest in driving pleasure to you and your family. But whether it's a new or previously owned Cadillac, Headley Cadillac Oldsmobile and Troy will make the ownership of America's ultimate automobile your finest in car buying experience. See the 74 Cadillac at Headley, 515 River Street, Troy. You'll know why Cadillac outsells the leading luxury car 2 to 1. 14. W-A-B-Y. It looks 
Texas, but we'll get Cesar Geronimo, Larry Stahl, and Hal King batting for Cincinnati here in the ninth inning. Geronimo leads off. Stahl is moved out to bat for Cheney, and Hal King's hanging around the bat rack. Tom Seaver's been in all the way for the Mets. Here's the pitch to Geronimo. Foul back. It's strike one. The Mets are leading by a score of 7-2. to If they maintain the margin and win the game, they have won the National League pennant. Seaver again takes a sign from Jerry Grody. And the pitch is low for a ball. Here's the 1-1 pitch now to Geronimo. And it is lined to Millan at second for the out. Millan moving over to make a two-hand catch of a line drive to his right side. There is one away, and Larry Stahl comes around to bat. Larry Stahl comes around to bat for Daryl Cheney. Larry Stahl, a former New York Met. Larry Stahl is a left-hand batter who left the New York Mets when he was selected for the San Diego Padres in the expansion draft before the 69 season. This crowd has really come alive here at Shea. Davis into the motion. Here's the pitch. It's inside for a ball. The Mets 7 and the Cincinnati Reds 2. King has moved out on deck now for the Cincinnati Reds. Seavers into the motion. Here's his pitch. From on line into left field for a base hit. Just beyond the outstretched glove of Wayne Garrett. Picked up by Debbie Jones and played back. Stahl holds it first. That is base hit number seven. And Hal King comes around to bat now for Ross Grimsley. Left-hand power hitter Hal King, who came up from Indianapolis during the course of the season to deliver some valuable pinch hit home runs for the Cincinnati Reds. Up there now, batting for Ross Simply. Pitcher of record for Cincinnati on the short side of a 2-7 score, of course, is Billingham, who started. King just outside the bat is swinging that bat around lustily. He's powerfully built. Left-hand batter. Stahl takes the lead. Miller behind him there at first. Curveball, and it is low for ball one. Seaver has struck out four and walked three, two of them intentionally here this afternoon, and giving up two runs on seven hits. Wind blowing straight in, and the lights on at Shea Stadium. Seaver off the stretch now. The pitch to King. Fastball, and it's inside. Started to swing and laid off. It's 2-0. and Fans are standing all around this ballpark now by the thousand. With the Cincinnati Reds batting in the ninth inning, one man out. Pete Rose is on deck for the Cincinnati Reds. Here's Seaver now again, going into the stretch. Offers the 2-0 to King, and it misses low and away. 3-0 to count to Hal King, who now calls time and walks over toward the on-deck circle. Wants perhaps the pine tar, and that's what it is. It's Pete Rose lifted up to it. Doug McGraw gets up to throw again now in the mid bullpen. Doug McGraw is throwing in the mid bullpen. First base umpire, Jerry Dale, is walking over toward the photographer's box to point out something to a uniformed policeman. The uniformed policeman comes out of the photographer's box and now marches down the front row of Lord Field watchers down the right field line. As the fans are straining there in anticipation of the end of this ball game, Bruce Fleming, the plate umpire, now walks halfway up to first base. Rusty Stubbs sticks his red head out of the mud dugout to look down there to see what is happening. 
Pepe getting a few of the fans packed back into the front row down there. One, two, three park policemen have gone down. And now one is taking a stool there so he can sit there if necessary to keep order among the fans. Umpire Fleming is back behind the plate and the game will continue. Here's a 3-0 pitch to Hal King. It's on the way. It's right in there for a cross strike. Three and one to King. One man out. Larry Stahl, the runner at first. The Mets are leading by a score of seven to two. The season packed into one ball game here at Shea Stadium. Here's a 3-1 delivery to King. Blowing away. Walked him. That is the fourth walk issued by Seaver. to the mound now. He's got McGraw in the bullpen. And if Seaver gives him any indication that he is tired, Yogi will go to that bullpen. They're talking it over right now. Pete Rose will be the batter. He is a switch hitter. Yogi goes back to the dugout. Seaver stays in the game. Yogi walking back. just a crowd reaction to a string of firecrackers that have sounded back up in the caverns of Jay Stadium somewhere. Now Pete Rose is in and waiting. Larry Starr's the runner at second. Al King's the runner at first. One man out. The Mets are leading by five runs. Seven to two. Here's a pitch to the left hand batting Rose. He bunts the ball foul up the third baseline out of play. Rose trying to bunt his way on. Goes across the bag at first, but he'll be brought back and it's strike one. Rose is followed in the batting order by Joe Morgan. Anderson in the dugout as he's put up on the second step. Elbow on his knee, peering out onto the playing field. Brought the Cincinnati Reds back from the brink in the five-game championship series last year when the Reds eked it out on a Johnny Bench home run over the Pittsburgh Pirates, but then lost in the World Series to the Oakland A's. Doug McGraw still throwing in the Mets bullpen. Cincinnati runners leading at first and second. Here's the pitch. Fastball foul back and out of play. Two strikes to Pete Rose. Joe Morgan is on deck. There are fans back in the aisleways here, Jay, all around. This will be one mad scene when the final out is made. And it leads first and second. Two strike delivery. And it is low. It's just missed. Just missed for a ball, and Seaver thought he'd get a strike call. He glares and it's Fleming and Jerry Grody saying something to Fleming. It's one and two. The Oakland A's did not score in the bottom of the third. Going to the fourth inning. Oakland three, Baltimore nothing. If Oakland wins, they win the pennant in the American League. This will be a one-two pitch now to Pete Rose. Beaver delivers. Swung on it on the ground foul. Back up first. George Sherger, the coach, tried to get to it and could not. A couple of fans try to get past the uniformed policeman to get to it and cannot. Sherger retrieves it and tosses it into the ball boy. Oh, the count is one and two. And now, time has been called. Public address announcer is being asked to make an announcement regarding fans down the right field line. That request made by Ed Sudol. As fans filled out onto the field. Ed Sudol is the senior umpire, umpiring at second. Public address announcer is asking the fans to cooperate in keeping the field clear. Filled out of the lower field boxes onto the field. And now there are three umpires over there trying to get them back. Tom Seaver goes to 
goes over to appeal to them also. Beaver is indicating his appeal. So is Milner joining him there saying, please get back into the lower field boxes so he can continue the game. They cheer Beaver. Whether they move back or not is something else. Ladies and multi-checkered outfits who are walking on down to the corner. They're going to try to get out the bullpen gate. That's the only place they can get out. So there are two ladies in the bullpen. That's the first time I've seen that this year. Bullpen crew seems fairly happy about it. And as soon as the bullpen gate is closed, we can continue, but not before. Seaver, hands on hips, is just staring out there now, saying, what are you going to do? Well, they haven't closed the gate yet. Here comes a, a male fan who is straggling out there, too, to join the bullpen crew. At least that gets them off the playing field. Now the gate will be closed and we'll continue. The count to Pete Rose is one ball and two strikes. That's right, he has runners at first and second with one man out in the ninth inning. Deaver takes the sign from Jerry Grody. The one-two pitch to Rose is on the way. Outside, it's two and two. Now the Eskers are having trouble holding the fans on the left field side. And the umpire at third base has called time now. That's Ed Vargo. And the Eskers are having trouble holding the fans along the third base line. Each time this happens, the ball players come out to see what's happening. This time it's the Cincinnati Reds ball players. It's on their side of the field. back underneath the stand. That is one way to remove fans 
that's what they have in mind. There's one couple. There's another couple. They're being ushered down the dugout steps. There is a one runway that leads back to a corridor behind the stand. Seaver, meanwhile, has walked, has quit throwing and has walked around toward the home plate area. Grody is kicking at the dirt around the home plate area. Ed Sudol has said something to Sparky Anderson. It's coming over now. Picks up a bit of debris as he comes by, and Yogi Berra comes out to meet him. Berra talking to Sudol. Willie Mays in center field standing with his legs crossed, arms folded. Leon Jones out in left field. Don Hahn and Wright went over to visit in the bullpen for a moment. Al King at first base has come back toward the plate. He's the runner. Sudol now is returning to the field. this scene from a sitting position are the National League President Jeff Finney and the Commissioner of Baseball Bowie Coon. Directly behind the Mayor of the City of New York John Lindsay. Now Yogi Berra comes out again for a conference with Sudol. Roots forming the plate on bar has come out now behind the plate. is pointing toward the outfield. There's all sorts of debris around the outfield now. Sudol turns with his arms outstretched as though to say to Yogi, what can I tell you? Yogi answers him in kind with his hands outstretched, palms up, saying, what can I tell you? It must be an enlightening conversation. George Sugar, the first base coach, has left the dugout and is coming around. Order seems to have been restored. I see only two men whom I presume to be civilians in the dugout. One of them is Lou Fonseca, who is the batting instructor of the Cincinnati Reds. Now we're about ready to go. Pete Rose is at the plate with a 2-2 count. Seaver asks, foaming, what is the count? He says 2-2. There is one man out. Larry Stahl's the runner at second. Hal King at first. The Mets are leading 7-2. The Reds are batting in the ninth inning. Seaver sets up. This will be a 2-2 pitch to Pete Rose. And it is low for a ball. The count is full at 3-2. Rose steps back into the batter's box. Joe Morgan's on deck. And Seaver sets up. Here's the payoff pitch to Rose. And it is low. The bases are loaded as Rose has drawn a walk. Here comes Barrow. That's off for Seaver. Doug McGraw in the bullpen will come in to finish it up if he can. The bases are loaded. It's, it's Seaver's... This is from Vera, and that means automatic ejection. So, as Vera arrives at the mound, the sign will go to the bullpen. Seaver hands him the ball. I should think Seaver would get a standing ovation when he heads for the dugout. The walk was number five. Two of them intentional here today. And Tug McGraw is coming in. He's pitched. Here's the ovation for Seaver. The ovation for Seaver going to the dugout. up two runs on seven hits. He struck out four and he walked five. Doug McGraw is not going to come in on the electric cart. He's running in. He is jogging in from the bullpen. He has appeared in the championship series for four and a third inning. 
McGraw was in there in the cliffhanger yesterday. Yeah, the bases loaded, the bases loaded, and two men left, but he went out of the ball game for a pinch hitter, and Parker came on, and Harry Parker gave up the home run and was the losing pitcher. So McGraw is coming in here. Doug McGraw, who came on down the stretch with an amazing record from the bullpen of the New York Mets, and who was the author of the phrase that caught on, you got to believe. at the mound. Barrow is handing him the baseball. Cincinnati Reds have loaded the bases with one man out, and Joe Morgan will be the batter. They are making a bid here in the top of the ninth inning. So McGraw will take his warm-up pitches, and then we'll get underway. Oakland A's are batting at the bottom of the fourth, leading the Baltimore Orioles by a score of three to nothing in the American League Championship playoffs. Oakland started the day leading two games to one, needing one more victory to become the American League champion for the second consecutive year. Incidentally, the World Series will start in the American League City on Saturday. Saturday and Sunday in the city of the home city of the American League champion. Monday is a travel day. Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night in the home city of the National League champion. Friday is a travel day. And then Saturday and Sunday back in the American League City if necessary. John Matlack gets up to throw in the Mets bullpen since McGraw is in the ballgame. Joe Morgan has walked, double grounded out and grounded out. One for three today. He's a left-hand batter. Larry Stahl is the runner at third. Hal King at second. Pete Rose at first. Garrett on the grass at third. And at first, second, and third, they have the infield double play down. They're willing to give up a run for a put out. As the pitch high and away for a ball. And Friesen is on deck. Matlack throwing earnestly in the bullpen. There's a swing and a foul ball. It's back and out of play. It's one and one. who had 25 saves during the regular season and earned run average of 3.86. Here's the 1-1 delivery, and it's high for a ball. He goes behind Morgan, 2-1. When McGraw was brought in in relief yesterday, it was first appearance in the championship series, and he struggled. Two on delivery. Swung on and popped up. Infield fly has been called. The batter's out. Harrelson is there waiting. The batter is out anyway. The catch is made. No advance. Two away. So now, the Reds are down to their last out as Dan Breesen comes up. The New York Mets facing the Cincinnati Reds here as they bat in the top of the ninth. The Mets are leading 7-2. to This is the Mets team. That was in last place on August 30th. Below 500 on August 17th. 12 games out of first place on July 8th. One put out away from the National League pennant here on October 10th. Here's a pitch fouled off and out of play. Strike one in the count to Dreesen. Dreesen has had one hit today. He's one for three and a sacrifice by the drove in a run. The bases are loaded with two men out. A left-hand batter facing a left-hand pitcher. 
Crawley trying to get the sign now from Gary Goody. Runners take their lead. First, second, third. Here's McGrath. Pitch to Dreesen. Swung on and line. Foul. Up the right field line and out of play. A soft line drive. Well, the count goes to two strikes now. A two-strike count to Dan Dreesen. Doug McGraw goes back. Changes the rosin back. Don Hahn, the right fielder, returns to his post now. Al King hustles back to the bag at second. They are loaded up. Dreesen steps out to allow King to get back to second. Larry Stahl, the runner at third. King at second. Rose at first. The Mets are leading by a score of seven to two. Two men out. Doug McGraw gets the sign. Goes into the motion. Here's the two-strike pitch. One on hit on the ground towards first. Miller has the ball. Looks to McGraw. Then the Mets rallied and got four runs in the fifth inning. They added another in the sixth, and 
The New York Mets had seven runs on 13 hits. The Reds had two runs on seven hits. And so the Mets won it by a final score of seven to two to win the National League pennant. The celebration goes on on the turf of Shea Stadium. Fans milling around now, some of them filing out of the gate in center field, others going out through the bullpens on either side. A wild scene reminiscent of 1969. The Mets, the National League champion. And they won it in typical fashion with Tom Seaver getting the win, Fred McGraw getting the save, and Jack Billingham taking the loss. Play was held up in the ninth inning as fans spilled out onto the field, first down the right field line, then, then down the left field line. And now the World Series will be coming up. The Oakland A's are leading the Baltimore Orioles by a score of three to nothing with Baltimore batting in the fifth. If Oakland wins it, the New York Mets tomorrow will be on their way to Oakland as the World Series will open up on Saturday in Oakland, California. In that case, it'll be in the American League City for two days. Back in New York, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night, into the American League City for the final two if necessary. But again, the Mets won here today 7-2 to win the National League. Pennant Sion Jones delivered one of three bases to drive in the go-ahead run. The gamer with a double in the fifth inning. Willie Mays appeared as a pinch hitter and had a base hit to drive in a run in the fifth inning. There were many highlights. The big highlight, the fact that the Mets won the National League pennant. Seaver the winner, Billingham the loser. Here are the final totals. For the Mets, seven runs, 13 hits in one error. Cincinnati, two runs, seven hits in one error. Be with us Saturday afternoon at a time to be announced when the Mets meet the American League champions in the first game of the World Series. Final score again, the Mets seven, Cincinnati two. Mets baseball, another sports exclusive from WABY. 